Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Ah, UFC Unfiltered. Matt and I are back together, of course, because I'm back from overseas. Josh Emmett calls in. We have a lot of fun, and I cut a rotten guesser. Jaws are dropped throughout this arena. Nobody is sitting down. Chasing that finish. Elbows raining down. Oh! On the button. Are you kidding me? Oh, he heard him again. He's out. This is UFC Unfiltered. And now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. Yes, we are. Back, back together. I was across the pond. Some big fans over there. I was in... Uh, Dublin, London, and Manchester, and I mentioned the podcast on stage, of course, and a lot of very big uh, UFC Unfiltered fans over there, so thank you guys for who coming me- out. Who mentioned me? I did. No, no, did anybody yell out, I love the, your, your co-host. <laughs> no? No. Not one Not one person goes, I love, what, we love Matt Sarah. Well, I said me and Matt Sarah. Oh, you, oh, you brought it up? Yeah. Nobody just yelled out my name. No. It's, my head's getting big. A lot of Chris, the producer fans. They were. Right? They either yell out or chip. I mean, do you want them to yell <laughs> chip yeah, or Matt? Son of a gun. That's nice language. <laughs> Family show. Uh, I'm, trying so. to, I'm trying to clean up my act. For the new year, I want to clean up my act. The new year's coming, Jimmy. You got sniffles? Yeah. No, oh. I just always, I just, the right side of my face is always congested. I got to get the surgery again. I've had it done once in 2008, but I need it again. Like, I lay there, and it, it, I use those sinus washes and stuff. Yeah. It literally feels like my bone has grown over the fuck it. It's just terrible. Really? Oh. All right, let's not talk about it. No, no, no. I, you want to. Hey, I'm an injury. I, I like a fighter. I'm sorry. Like I have an injury. They get hurt yeah. doing this. I was blowing my nose too hard. Yeah, you blew your nose too hard. <laughs> Did you see? Uh, we have, uh, by the way, uh, uh, Josh Evans calling in today, yeah. who I've, I don't think we've ever spoken to. No. I'm no. very happy. Really uneventful fights. I mean, this weekend, just one... Holy shit. It's fun, no? I mean, spectacular. Spectacular. You know, it's funny. My memory's getting so bad because I watched almost every fight. And some of them I remember. McDessie, uh, Trujillo, I, I remember uh, more the conflict at the end of it. Yeah. When they were yelling at each other. Uh, I, I guess what, he didn't like the way... Uh, didn't uh, Trujillo... Uh, am I saying it right, Trujillo? Poke McDessie a couple times. and poke, poke him in the eye once and a cup kick once. Yeah, there was a there was a I think maybe even two eye pokes, a, a low kick. Yeah, and then uh, and then McDessie went to like hug him or whatever, and he said something to him. Oh, and afterwards, you're yeah, saying? after the end of the fight, and Abel uh, Trujillo said something like "What the fuck," and they kind of got into this uncomfortable thing at the end. And McDessie is like, "Oh, this is." I, you, the Mike picked him up, going, "This is martial arts. I would die for this." And it's like, all right, <laughs> but uh, he did win a unanimous. <laughs> <It's> like, <"All laughs> right. You didn't feel it. 
No, but he was hyped up. He fights just ended. I get it. I get it. I mean, I, I guess I can get so, it. <laughs> why are you telling him to settle down, Jimmy? Just, you know, he fights over. Uh, he did great. But it's got to be nice when two guys are yelling at each other. No one's afraid of the other one. They just fought for three rounds. Right. Well, it's always. Uh, fr- I think it's always frustrating for the fighter. Obviously, he, uh, Abel Trujillo lost by unanimous decision. You wish you could have done more in the fight. Well, that was you before wish the decision. Right. But he, you know, he probably kind of knew which way the wind was blowing there, but... Alessio de, de Chirico. De Chirico. De Carico. God damn it, I'm way off. De, de Carico. That uh, Alawale Bamboze. Uh, Bamboze, yeah. Okay, I'm doing better. Yeah. What a devastating knockout that was. Yeah. That was a devastating... Was it a knee that put him out? Yes. It was. Uh, did, he, did he kind of go into it? I, I, I vaguely remember it. He, I think... Um uh, DeCarico kind of had like a tie clinch. He missed the right. first one, and then I think Bamboje maybe went to like take him down, and he he ate the. Second okay, hit. yeah, I was, don't forget, I was on a different time. It was five hours in advance. It was three in the morning when I was watching. Oh. Three really, in the morning. really, really exciting main card. Oh, uh, you want to get into the main card? Not really, because I think our picks, like I said last week, were a bloodbath again. Are we gonna start like that by reviewing our picks? We should. What happened? That, that's fun. We like to have fun on UFC. We did, one of us did worse than huh? the others, but we'll, we'll go through one it. One of yeah. us did worse? Hopefully he's talking yeah, about I'm himself. I'm sure I did awful. Go ahead. Hopefully he's talking uh, about himself. So the first, well, we'll just go through it. Glover Teixeira versus Misha Serkinov. Uh, Glover won by TKO in the first round. Which I called. I said the guy would tap due to strikes. Uh, no, I didn't. No, you didn't. J- uh, Jimmy had Glover Teixeira in second round knockout. So you okay. get two points for that because you got Glover and okay. the knockout. What and did I have? Matt, you had exactly the same. So you get two points as well. And I uh, went the other way, and I had Misha Serkinov by submission in the second round, so okay, I had no cool. points for that. No one got this next one. No, no. one got this. Ne- I'm not surprised Ponzinibbio won, because those leg kicks, that you know, those those leg kicks were hurting Perry very early. Yep. That was He's so fast, Ponzinibbio, and he's really, really fucking hard to deal with. But you, know, you watch that, and you're like, they are both extremely tough guys. The fact that Perry took what he, what he was... Uh, the beating he was getting from Ponzinibbio, and he just he just couldn't do anything on the ground. I mean, right. Ponzinibbio is a jiu-jitsu black belt. What's Perry a blue belt? Yeah, he's purple still, belt. I purple believe. belt. Still a very very talented fighter, but I mean, on the ground with Ponzinibbio, he's gonna have a very hard time. He couldn't get him off the cage, you know. Yeah, and it seemed like he was at one point running in to throw punches. Like yeah. I think he was having a bit of a hard time uh, getting in on Ponzinibbio, but that was an incredible fight. The fact uh, that they were both still standing at the end of that was amazing. Yeah, yeah. and uh, something to be said <clears throat> for Mike Perry. And one of the reasons I enjoy watching him fight is he lost two fights now, and he and he lost them going forward. Both decision, yep. And he lost them going forward. So in other words, he's an he's a courageous fighter. He's an exciting fighter. He was in that fight. He had moments in that fight where yep. I thought he hurt Ponzinibbio. Oh, he absolutely hurt. And him. I was waiting for the follow up. And to, to, to Ponzinibbio's credit, you know, he, he uh, regrouped a bunch and uh, and he showed uh, the experience. <clears throat> Excuse me, and and that's what that's what saved them. And he was very smart. He wasn't. I thought he was going to be more, a little more more reckless, looking to put Mike Perry away. And he was. So I, I said if he took a page out of Alan Joe Band's book, not that he did totally like that, but he was on the bike a little bit in that first round. Yeah, that lateral footwork where you're expecting him to collide. You right. know. And Mike Perry was being patient, trying to track him down. He was trying to stalk him down. He he looked like he was on him, like like a wolf. You know, I, I loved it, but uh, I believe the experience made a big difference. Do you think the experience? Because I, I think you're right, Matt. Like the, the kicking those legs, and it's only like what, he was hurting him. Didn't Perry switch stances at one point? And he went to southpaw a little bit, and then he got lit up, and then he would try to switch back. But he was getting that leg kick so badly, and he didn't seem able to check that. And he kind of had no defense for that leg kick. That's true. And uh, 
you know, I mean, listen, sometimes it is so funny with that. But that, but it, that, it's funny because I'm thinking of the Eddie Alvarez fight now where I'm like, how is he going to get through this? And then that knee came out of nowhere. I feel oh, the same yeah. thing with Mike Perry where even though you knew he was having trouble, I feel to the very very end because of his power, he was still in the fight. Always. He was always in the fight. He even got up at the end. And it just looked, he knew the second that bell rang where he's like, all right, I, I, I know I didn't do enough. Yeah. He knew it. Well, was it, it seemed, I, I thought it was uh, two rounds to one. Was that correct? Was it was 29, 28? 29, 28. Yeah, yeah, I had Mike winning, uh, Perry winning the first round. Me too. I, yeah. Yeah. I, I remember thinking it came down the third round and then knowing like halfway through, I'm like, all right. Ponzinibbio was just great. That was such a good fight. Yeah. Ponzinibbio tired him out though a little bit, I think too. A lot of the Tuckered him out. Let's use official UFC lingo. Tuckered him out. You're right. Yeah. What's nice about it is, did you say Tuckered him? He tuckered him out of it. What's nice about that is, um, you know, I believe that Mike Perry's gonna, you know, rebound from that. Oh, sure. You know, both losses. Neither loss was an embarrassment. I mean, that they were both messes at the end of that fight. Just two bloody messes, and he just lost a bloody decision. That's all it was. I mean, right. and he lost to a fucking really good fighter. And he, and, and you know, again, neither one of those guys was in such trouble that you were like, oh, this is the end of the fight. Yeah. Every time one of them got in a little trouble, they just, they figured it out and put the other one in trouble. It was such a such a back and forth. But Ponzinibbio absolutely won it. How old is Mike Perry? I, I want to say twenty five. Yeah, I, th- I think you're absolutely oh, right. Ponzinibbio is like thirty or thirty one. And let's see. Pop. And he's got twenty. Think, he's twenty seven and three. I think Ponzinibbio. I think Ponzinibbio is thirty two. But I'm yeah, he's thirty one. Now Ponzinibbio is he twenty seven and three? Uh, yes. And, and, and Perry's now 11 and two, which means, I mean, the, the experience, that's where that experience comes in. Like he just knew to tie him up at the end to put him down and you could see Perry getting a little frustrated on the ground. Plus he was tired. That's a hard, and in the middle of the third round, who the fuck wants to be on the ground trying to get up with a black right. belt on top of you? Perry's uh, 26 and Ponzinibbio is 26 and three, not 27 and three, but. Oh, he is now. Okay. Yeah. All right. No need to well, humiliate me. No, um, <laughs> Well, anyway, by the way, so we all had Mike Perry by first round knockout. Yeah, it's so understandable. We, we got nothing on that. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I didn't have that. I had Ponzinibbio by decision. Oh, come on. Put a Cialis in that. Matt's, uh, Matt right now, he took his cord out, and he likes when Chris the producer comes over, because they have this weird thing where Chris leans over him, and there's a lot of body contact. <laughs> I just rub his head with my beard. Right? <laughs> yeah, he likes it a lot. Yeah. Can't prove that. But anyway, where were we? All right, so Mike Perry will be back. Congrats, Ponzinibbio. Proved us all wrong. And uh, great fight. What's Ponzinibbio ranked? It was. Uh, Ponzinibbio, I believe, is nine. I'm just going to scroll right here. Yeah, uh, he was 10, so you got to think he's going to move up a notch or two. That's right, he yeah. is. And um, let me see uh, in, in the uh, the welterweight division. Well, that's the other thing, too, by the way. That's it's like Ponzinibbio is ranked 10. Perry wasn't even ranked I, at this It's point, amazing you know? that he's so, not ranked. Yeah. Well, he, he, was, he was at 15, and then Yancey Medeiros jumped in front of him. But, you know, I mean, there's a difference between 15 or 16 and, and 10, and, you know, he'll get better. Yeah, I guess so. But um, yeah, who does – uh, 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 okay, well, we'll talk about the main event because it does kind of tie in. Who does uh, Thompson fight next? Since he turned down, um, who's a uh, Darren Till? He turned down Darren Till. He didn't want to fight down a fight in London. I think he turned down. Right. And who does Tyron fight? Tyron fights. I guess it's going to be uh, RDA. Dos Anjos. Yeah. Right. Well, Wonder Boy called out RDA. You know, he thinks that they should have a number one contender match. But no way. They're going to give it right. There's going to be Woodley. RDA. Right. Well, what has RDA done to not deserve that title shot? You know. Listen, he he put away. Uh, well, he put away. Um, who was that? Neil Magny. Yep, and he beat by decision. Give me his name again. Damn, uh, what's his name? Um, I, it, I, can't, I can't. Come on. <laughs> Sorry, it, I know uh, it. It's on the tip of my tongue. So, oh, Tarek Safadine. Yes, yeah. yeah, Safadine. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Jimmy <laughs> getting out exact 
uh, stats of people's records. I can't remember Safety. I remember I had the wrong name. The I had the wrong age. Fighter. Well, that makes me feel better. But uh, <laughs> no, it doesn't. But anyway, and then what do you uh, what do you do to Robbie Lawler? I mean, you gotta understand, Robbie Lawler had had matches, had, had fights, uh, five round wars with with the likes of when Johnny Hendricks Hendrick, was yep. really like he took the title from Hendricks, killing. didn't he? Yeah, look what he did to Rory McDonald. Yeah. I mean, Matt Brown, he went five rounds with. I mean, he had wars where that plus his wrestling ability, I really thought it was he was going to uh, just be a little too powerful. And that with the experience of going five rounds and he never had a problem with his gas tank before. But RDA really is putting, first of all, his skill set is something to really look at. Standing up, it's like he's a, usually some guys like are specialists in certain areas. He doesn't really have a weakness, RDA. Besides, you saw him get a little tired with that um, Tony Ferguson fight, and you could really contribute that to uh, the fact that he was having a hard time with the weight cut. Yeah. So now that he's not struggling with the weight cut, on his feet, he's looking just... I mean, I heard the word masterful thrown around, and you can't really... Uh, he's devastating right? as he walks away. And, and then, and then, then he, he adds in the takedowns and the shots uh, at the right time. And he's getting down better wrestler where Robbie, I, I would not have thought he would have got him down. Even though he didn't keep him down, he timed it to the point where he, he had to make him fight to get back up. He's triangling his legs around one leg where it's just such a pain in the ass because he's doing technically the right things to keep him down. Where it just, just keep chipping, chipping at a tree with Robbie Lawler. And then, then standing up, he's beating him up again. And holy shit, did you see that one combination in the second yes. round, I believe? It might have been like 20-something seconds. Yeah. Where oh, he's 23 just, seconds, and, yeah. And I'm like, all right, he's going to punch himself out. They thought and so Robbie too. was doing a great job of rolling with it. Yeah. Not a lot was getting through, if any. Maybe one or two grazed them. And I'm like, this is fucking awesome. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, but now he's going to crap out. But he didn't. He did, he kept that pace. And that tie clinch when he he tie clinched him almost across the entire ring. Yeah, driving knees, body punching, yes. and they even pointed out, do you know how strong you have to be to do that to Robbie Lawler, and then put him up against the cage. And one thing he was doing too is RDA was throwing those kicks, and again those kicks, those kicks, those kicks. They're both southpaws. He's throwing those kicks, and it, it didn't seem like Robbie switched to righty. But at one point late in the fight, Robbie almost squared off. Like literally just a box in front of him. Like he, he wasn't uh, fighting righty. He was almost just kind of square in front of him. Yeah. And uh, that those leg kicks were hurting him. But then his other leg gave out. He said he hurt it going down. So I'm guessing he had some kind of an injury in he training said, that got worse. Yeah, he said maybe. something to Henry Hoof. Right, about the leg got worse. He goes, is it okay? He goes, no, I went down funny or something like that. Uh, they said so. And then but was he, what's he was, just getting interesting? Henry Hoof leans in and starts whispering in his ear. I'm like, ah, come on! <laughs> Let us in, Henry! But did you know in, in, in rounds four and five, Lola was just kind of collapsing, like resting against the cage. He was tired, and I think he was lifting his leg. He was very, very, his leg was, not the one that RDA was kicking, but the other one was right. in bad shape. Yeah, Robbie's such an animal, man. I mean, he, and he didn't say a word about it. He didn't make an excuse. He didn't say what it was, but obviously he had something. <laughs> he had something going on with him. Yeah. Another guy was just fucking impossible. The yeah. fact that Woodley knocked him out, I mean, now he's got two losses in a row. But I mean. Not uh, in a row. Wait, I'm, I'm sorry. You're right. I apologize. You're right. He did. He did win. Uh, but you know what's funny? And I'm thinking here. Who did he beat? Cowboy, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. He beat Cowboy. And I was sitting there thinking, like, oh man, but look, you know, look at what he just did to Cowboy. And then I started thinking, remember when RDA fought Cowboy? Do you yeah. remember that? Yeah, you're right. He fucking right smoked through. him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now he's the RDA man. Really, it's so funny because you start to think, and certain fights just stand out in your head, and you almost remember that, and you've seen a guy vulnerable or a guy taken out. And you're kind of like, all right, that could happen again. But it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to happen again because the guy got caught. In other words, he lost to Eddie Alvarez. 
and you're like, and that just sticks out in your head. But then you start thinking of all the guys he beat, yeah, from Benson Henderson to all these guys, man. And you're like, fuck, man, RDA really is a stud, and he's such a talented martial artist. I love the striking. Um, I think it's, I think it's creative, and I and I love, uh, I, I love his jujitsu too. Because it's on point. Because if it wasn't on point, he's not doing that to bigger guys. Holla! No. I get so know, excited when I think of it. Who uh, Now, Colby Covington's number three. Right. Wonder Boy's number uh, one. And Jimmy, if, if he's he, talking some shit. Read that. That's a good segue. What is Colby Covington saying? You want to get into a little news? You yeah, we can get into a little news. You know, I was just well, we got to do the number one pick first. Oh, that's what yeah. we have to do. I know. A People don't want to give back. Jim well, his glory. Uh, Josh Emmett, uh, Ricardo Lamas fight also. But yeah, but that was a decision I didn't agree <laughs> with. Uh, no, I yeah. Do, yeah, now that we're yeah. doing, let's just do the main event. We'll do Josh Emmett. Yeah, so. Go ahead with the points. What happened with that? Jimmy had. Oh, by the way, you you had Mike Perry first round KO with a punch to the dick was what you sent oh me. did i say oh. yeah um you had <laughs> robbie lawler third round knockout with karate chops was oh. your guess, but it, you were just off by that uh matt you had robbie third round ko and i also had robbie third round ko so we all hey, got, so we suck at this nothing yeah no, no. it's such a hard fight to pick <laughs> absolutely now what were you saying about we'll, we'll get to josh I, I was gonna say about um rda two things the alvarez fight i mean since then he's come out and said that he had a brutal weight cut yeah he might have so. he was really you know, compromised, yeah. I guess, going into the fight, not to take anything away from Eddie. Eddie and also, RDA was supposed to fight Conor McGregor. That's a fight that didn't end up happening. Conor ends up fighting Nate. But man, who knows what would have happened in that fight, judging <clears throat> Who knows? This, With know. the weight cut, though, I, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, but they wouldn't have fought at welterweight. They would have fought probably at, at lightweight. lightweight. Right. So, uh, you know, I, I don't know. That would have been a, a tougher cut, probably. If he had a, a hard time cutting for Alvarez, yeah. I, I think he would have had a harder cut. And Conor's devastating at lightweight. Man, you can't chalk it up. I mean, if anything, you have to just say about that weight division with him like because he got tied with Tony Ferguson too right and he looked phenomenal in that first round so now he's showing he's fighting bigger guys and he's not getting tired no. I mean shit dude that was like sprinting for like 20 he was he was throwing for like 20 seconds straight that was crazy even when oh, he got that, tired he still recovered he did he, did, he, he yeah, didn't gas totally at all and he's still taking him down I mean he's taking down Robbie Lawler who's who's, who's a tough dude man to keep down okay so you saw him get up from fucking uh when, when uh, Robbie Lola fought, fought uh, a rest, stud wrestler like Josh, uh, uh, fucking Josh, K- uh, Kashek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you did the hair thing. I, saw you. I did the hair thing that yeah. nobody knows what I'm talking about. But uh, he got up from him and, and laid him out. I mean, he's a stud. He's hard to keep down, man. And and he kept him down. It was annoying for Robbie. You saw him like, dude, get him off me. Like He's locking my leg up. And yeah. I thought it was so awesome. I really enjoy I really enjoy RDA at Welterweight. Yeah, I do too. He's tremendous. So what's going to happen next? It's going to be uh, RDA against Tyron Woodley. And here's what I think is going to be next. Who fights them? I mean, look, do they do... They do uh, you said Colby is talking shit. Yeah. Does Colby have to go through Wonderboy to, uh, to fight for the title? Does the winner of Wonderboy, Colby Covington, fight the winner, RDA Woodley? Uh, this way they don't have to, I mean you're chancing a third Wonder Boy Woodley match but you're also saying maybe uh, a Tyron against um, against RDA I'm, yeah. I'm sorry RDA against uh, Wonder Boy would be a great fight well part of the issue is now Woodley's kind of gone back and forth about whether he was going to have surgery on his shoulder <laughs> will he won't he but it looks like he might be having the surgery now so that that could keep him out for a little bit and they might want to an interim fight like, like maybe. Interim. wait yeah. did we get into who won the thing no. the fuck 
Oh, okay. Well, hold on. Well, so there was <laughs> one other fight that we did. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, Josh Emmett. No, we, Glover. We all took... Oh, wait, no. We did the right We all right. took Ricardo Lamas. Ricardo Lamas by decision. Right. Obviously, it didn't go that way. Wow. Um, so me and Matt won two, two, and you had nothing. Yeah, you guys had two points each. You got one out of four picks right. Good game, Jimmy. And I got zero out of four and no points. So wow. Okay, yeah. so it was a bloodbath. Uh, now... The uh the fight the Josh Emmett fight was tremendous. What a devastating! Was a left was that a left hook he hit him? Left with? hook. Oof. He he missed with the right hand and yeah. he came back with that left hook. And and Lamas threw a kick I think which kind of left him open a little bit. Yeah. He oh threw my the right god! Arm dropped right, right on his jaw. I mean I, you, you don't get you don't get more devastating. Unconscious on the way out. And again they said it and I always liked it too. He didn't go in for the next one. He could just see that he was done. Yeah. yeah. I like when guys do wow. that. Wow. I just didn't like that Ngannou went for that last one. On I don't um, leave the guy alone. No, I love Ngannou, but I didn't like that he did that to over. You see my trick fight? Oh, you know, you had a reason to. <laughs> Why do I always bring that up? I had a good time playing my Vive the other day. You see me on my Instagram? I did not. I was. If anybody busy. wants to see what it looks like, I don't know why my mouth is open though when I'm playing. Well, I have. I Jimmy, stop, Jimmy. <laughs> you wouldn't like my theories. No, Jimmy. No. <laughs> what game was it? Uh, yeah, it's called Onward. Such ah. a fun game, Jimmy. It's like Call of Duty. You want to hear about it? I'd love. No, seriously. To. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. It, it's like you're in like well. the Call of Duty game. No, you. <laughs> Also, you don't want to hear about <laughs> I it. I do want to hear about it. The controllers, when I put the controllers on, it's like I have two hands, yes. Jimmy. I'm listening. And then, listen to me. Are you listening? Yes. And then, so so when I see, I look in the th- controller. No, 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 Jimmy. <laughs> listen, I got my, and I, th- I pick up my, I got a, 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 what is it, M249. It's a big machine gun. All right, Jimmy. Anyway, we're playing evac. I got to get to the chopper and. Oh yeah, my wife really goofs on me, man. Hey, look, you know what? I kind of wish I liked. It. There's nothing wrong with uh with that stuff. Oh no, the way you said that, it's just like you're judging me. No, I'm who, saying it's not. Who was filming that, by the way? My wife. I didn't okay. know until after. It was yeah. longer, and she's like, "You want to see what you look like?" <laughs> so here, you were asking about Colby Covington. Colby Covington called out RDA following the win. And he wrote, sad performance by the JV squad on Fox for UFC Winnipeg. RDA could even finish a broken old man. Uh, Tyrone's faking injuries, I assume he means Tyron. I'm here to make the division great again. RDA, step up and defend that dump you call home and fight me for the interim title. Hashtag filthy animal. Wow. He, you know what? That's right, Colby. That's right, Colby. I'll say this for Colby. He is not backing off that thing. No, no he's staying with that. He know? is not backing off. No. And RDA answered. Him. He said, I have no comments about that guy, man. That guy has 6,000 followers on Twitter. He's just talking crap about people. He showed nothing to the division. To the division. He beat nobody. He beat Damian Maya, but he looked really bad when he fought Damian. I have no comments on that guy. So that was RDA. You know what it is? It's what guy Matt hit him. Well, this is what it is. <laughs> he just doesn't want to like feed in. Like, you don't want to feed the trolls, even though I'm not saying... Colby's a troll because he is a he is a talented fighter. Yeah, but it's almost like they dislike this guy so much they don't even want the guy getting paid. <laughs> it's almost like, hey, dude, if I, it's almost like if a guy starts talking shit about me or somebody, and I feel the guy's beneath me, it's like, hey, dude, why would I want to draw attention to you? Like, if you ever see like uh like a Howard Stern or somebody has somebody attacking him and he mentions the guy's name, also sure. that guy gets his more followers on Twitter or whatever. So it's like one of those things where he's like, why am I even going to mention the dude's name? So. uh RDA is a classy guy. Colby, he's playing the heel, but then he te- then he does interviews where he says, ah, I'm playing the heel. <laughs> it's like, what? Does he say that? <laughs> yeah, he does. But I do feel bad about the, uh, I don't feel bad because I don't really care that much. <laughs> I got other things going on in my life. I don't think about Colby Covington. But I did say that um, that him with Verdum that time. Yeah. That, uh, I, but I did hear through the grapevine. I'm not, I don't have any, you know, said sources, but I heard that Verdum did, uh, just 
Went up and slapped the cell phone out. Yeah, he yeah. didn't say filthy animals when he saw them. No. And, uh, There's no know. way he's saying so, that I mean, to Fabrizio Verdum. I mean, you know, no one is saying filthy animal to Verdum in a lobby. So he should, right. you know, in Nobody. Sense, in that sense, you know, I don't feel, uh, you know, I feel that, you know, then. then no, he had no right to hit him. Mean, you can't just guy. smack yeah. a guy in the face while he's on his phone. Come no. on. But if Verdum you did got, say that, it's a definitely mm-hmm. a different story. Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. Verdum got fined $600 for that, by the yeah, way. That's like the Oh, that's worth it. Yeah. That's fucking. Unless the guy's suing him civilly, that was totally worth it. I don't think he's going to sue him. He knocked the phone out of his head. Yeah, what do you He would look like. Well, hit him in the head with a boomerang. What do you mean? Yeah, that's true. Well, there's been a couple of fights announced. Yes? I, I'm pretty happy about it. You're pretty, Jimmy. Oh, thank you, man. What'd you say? I'm pretty happy. Oh, happy. I didn't hear the happy. So you're just breaking about pretty you Since are. he has been cleared, number five heavyweight versus yes. the number nine heavyweight, Mark Hunt will fight Curtis Blades on UFC 221 at uh, it's Whitaker Rockhold, of course, February 10th from Perth. So they're going to have the great Mark Hunt, who we just cannot seem to get into the studio. Well, I'll never meet Mark Hunt. I want no, to, you'll meet him. We'll, we'll I really like him. Mark Hunt, as yeah, you know. You're, you're a big Mark Hunt fan. I am. He's a little older now. He's been fighting a long time, and you know, I still love him. Still number five, Jimmy. I can never root against Mark Hunt. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to interrupt you. Don't, don't. Sure. keep talking. No, no, Mark Hunt. I'm done. Okay. Uh, See his brother Mike. <laughs> <laughs> now keep it clean. <laughs> Who? <laughs> okay. Anyway. Um, no. Well, now. Oh man, Jimmy. Yeah. Oh, clickbait. I. You know, I was looking on YouTube. And sometimes things pop up. And I and it said like my picks versus Luke and uh, and um, and Robert Whitaker, and I was reading like a quote, and then it got cut off. I guess you had to click on it, but I didn't click on it. It's like Robert Whitaker's too quick for Luke Rockhold. Did I say that? Because I don't remember saying that. I don't know. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I don't know if you. Would have I don't said remember it. saying that. It almost made it like I'm picking Robert Whitaker, who I do like a lot, but I do feel that if, if Luke Rockhold got um. Got on top of him. I don't mind not to bring this up, but I'm just saying I saw the clickbait. It's almost like, yeah. what? That's fucking bullshit. Anyway, guys, right? I mean, you might have said it like I totally. That could have went. <laughs> Jimmy, it's like I, I think of. A, I see a squirrel. I get distracted. It's okay, I'm back now. Yeah, you happy? Fucking, I'm just talking about the clickbait. Clickbait. Sure. I don't disagree. I have to see that new story. <laughs> Do the new Star Wars? Don't do it right now. Don't do it. <laughs> Fuck you, the producer. I go wherever I want to go. That's right. It's not your show. Totally. Yeah, Matt, you go wherever you want to go. I'm lightheaded, but listen. I know, he's all red. I want to see the new Star Wars, Jimmy. I have to see it. Well, Anthony Cumia ruined it for me. Don't you ruin it for no, me, no, Jimmy. No, 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 no. He, not not, Why the, not he the plot. It? He well, just pointed out that you can hear that Carrie Fisher is talking over her dentures uh, the way Leonard Nimoy did at the end of Spock. <laughs> You live long and prosper. And Anthony pointed that. <laughs> Anthony ruins everything good. And he pointed it out that you can hear that did she's he talking. Like, did he like the movie? I don't know. He doesn't give a shit about it. I, I know he said that you could hear her talking over her dentures. And I know that's all I'm going to see. How do you see I, it already if he doesn't give a shit about he, it? He might have just been, you know. Okay. Maybe he's just joking around. I do know. What? Don't Jimmy. That, don't, no, 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 no. I don't know anything about that dumb movie. Okay. But well, I'm going to see, see, see it now just to see her talk over her dentures. Yeah, of course. What, do you, what kind of movies do you like, Jimmy? You don't um, like comedies because, God forbid, you like a comedy. I like a good drama. I like a good uh, action picture. I like a good, uh, you know, I like any kind of movie, any no, genre. Not any, obviously, no. Comedies I don't necessarily like. Superhero movies I'm a little bored with. Um, right. I don't watch as many, but I just love a good drama. Most series I lose interest in halfway through. Yeah, Punisher's fun. I've heard I'm that. I'm watching so The Punisher. John Bernthal is very good. I'm sure he's good. He's now. great in that. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fun, that, 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 that keeps me interested. Yeah. A lot of things can't keep my interest. I didn't even make it through the defenders. I'm embarrassed to say. The movie. I made it to the last episode. Oh, is it? Is, a a super, is that a comic it's book? A, yeah, it's a comic book thing. Who makes but, 
It's Marvel. Marvel doesn't. No, no, no. Is it Netflix or? It's Netflix. That's all I watch. I can't watch the not the WB. What is it now? <laughs> CW. CW. Yeah. I don't watch we're fucking WB with the frog. That's ages ago. Though. I'm sure my age, but the CW. I, I don't watch any of those things. Yeah. The, the PG ones. I can't do that. I want to see Land of the Lost. I'm a big Sleestack guy. What the fuck? I want them to make is that it a, over. You mean like a remake? I want another episode. I want I another think they thing. They need a remake. Yeah, Will Ferrell was in that. No, no, but I mean, oh, I want a new, a new series. Oh, okay. Where the Slee Stacks are around. I liked that show as a kid. Do you see that UFO footage? What UFO That's no footage? fucking joke, man. Don't fuck around. Jimmy. No, the New York Times did a story on this Pentagon project. Oh, yeah. Could you show us on that? Yeah. And it's literally, it's military footage. It's a Navy fire. It's from 2004. It's been declassified. And he's trapped. It, it, it's in. It's in. Uh, it's in the infrared, so you can't see like a ship. He's going to show us now. But, but listen, I, it's literally, it's you know? very hard to explain. And the Times did a story on the Pentagon who had funded $22 million a year. And the guy who ran the program for them left because he was tired of the secrecy. Tom DeLonge from uh, what's the, uh, yeah, Blink-182. Blink 182. And Angels and Airwaves, which I like very much. That's that emo. Jimmy, just, Jimmy, everybody. <laughs> fucking, where's the fuck? I can't. Yeah, right there. I can't. That's it. That's it. Right there. No, you don't want to clap. No, no clap. <laughs> that was clapping That's for my dad. Jimmy shit himself. And not only that, Jimmy, you lifted up your left cheek. I couldn't help And your that. left cheek is, is poor. Oh. <clears throat> Yucky. So wait, so Tom DeLonge leaves the band just to pursue UFOs. I guess they somehow Angels got this release. Let's give a, pl- a plug. This is, uh, but it's hard to write this off because military guys, Navy pilots, they understand jet propulsion. They understand how things move in the sky. But that guy hurts. Yeah. I mean, he was on he was on Joe Rogan's thing recently. That's huh? Tom was, but this this fighter just watch this. This is this is classified. It was just declassified, and I it's kind of hard to write it off as bullshit. Uh, the internet's really slow. Yeah. yeah. So is so is that. It doesn't stink. I'm hoping it doesn't, Jimmy. I'm really hoping it doesn't. <laughs> I'd fly a bag, but with my luck, I'll shit myself. Yeah, with, our, with all of our luck. Yeah, how great that'd be. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Boot is fucking. Yeah, it's. This I'm, I'm gonna boot his internet in a second. How are we supposed to? Holy what are we doing? shit, man! Can't. Oh, Time Warner fucking stinks. What's the yeah, matter? It's Spectrum what now. Happened? But... What's the matter? Right, Jimmy, I don't think it's going to happen. Could you load that thing? Or show me on an iPhone or an iPad. Yeah, can and we listen, show them? Yeah. Jimmy, yeah, uh, up, I really want to see The Last Jedi, Jimmy. Uh, I have one. one My wife needs a I got to take her on a date night. Where are you going to go? Take her out to a nice dinner. I can recommend a great place here in the uh, Big Apple, as we call it. A big, uh, great steak place. Oh, come on. You take her into the city. Uh, You'd be like Michael and Kay. We'll go to, we'll go to Morton's. Yeah, we'll go to the city. We'll go to Morton's. I love Why Morton's. did Morton's get rid of their rice? What's their problem? Uh, please. There's a big story on that happening. What is Nobody cares Where's the Mortons you want to go to? I usually go to the one over in the, down by the, uh, you know, over across from the... Uh, Matt, where? where? I don't know. In Long Island? Yes. Take, come take it to the city. <laughs> Listen, Matt. What's the matter? Is, oh, wait. I'm looking on his little... Right, turn, start it over, Chris. It's right. I mean, that's like two seconds. What am I looking at? You, you, there's that's no right volume. The they all go... You got to play the volume. The guy's talking. I don't know what I'm looking at. No, no. You're watching a fighter jet... This is a fighter they're jet? They're tracking a UFO. That's what they're tracking? Yes. That's an in infrared. And that's a UFO? It's they don't know what it is. I don't know about this shit. No, it's <laughs> Matt, it's really that's really incredible footage. I, that could be anything. Yeah, they thought it was a drone of some sort. They said there's a whole there's a whole fleet of them. So Matt, that's a but that's a fighter pilot. They understand the way things move, and a drone should not be moving at that speed Whoa. into the wind. I'm, I'm not a big UFO guy. Impressed. I'm unimpressed. I'm unimpressed. I saw <laughs> the video. 
and I'm unimpressed. <laughs> Jimmy. You know, whenever I see guys, that, whenever military guys, whenever pilots see something, pilots I give a thousand times more credit after, to. After you showed me that, I understand. That was at Do night. Do me a favor, only because I want to see your judgment on this. Bring up a Bigfoot clip. Of Here's why. Here's why that was it's not good. that funny. No, it was good. but I don't believe. Here's why that was good. Oh, because that was at night. There's no way it's some bullshit light reflection. That's infrared. It's a real object. It's moving a certain way. There's a fighter pilot tracking it. And another guy sees it and he goes, "There's a whole, there's a whole fleet of them." And they were like, "What the fuck is that?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt's not impressed. I'm really gonna. <laughs> Matt's a I don't tough know how sell. I'm gonna keep my mind off that thing I seen in the Dude, sky. Dude, I've been thinking about that so much. That fucking thing. <laughs> about that i don't think you're going to see the last jedi i'm already i forgot we're gonna be show- matt we're gonna be alive for the announcement we're gonna be alive for the what? alien life announcement it'll happen in our <laughs> lifetime guaranteed really yeah I, i'm not a big conspiracy guy at all or a big guy uh, but I, I do think it's gonna happen yeah, i'd be more excited to hear about those sex robots coming out in 50 years <laughs> they got one shaped like bieber do you see the do you see the big nipples on that thing <laughs> oh, fuck jimmy the justin bieber oh, sex God. doll has big nips on it i'm like jimmy let me just I want to just flick his big nipples <laughs> There's some day that we might have to go to break. Do you want to do that? Do you want to make love to the Bieber sex doll and flick his big nips? <laughs> oh, is there any way to make it cooler in here? Yeah, oh, I can stand up and cut a nice gasser. <laughs> look at me! Yeah, you look good. Can I have a napkin? You're the same color as your I'm sweatshirt. I'm sweating! All right, I'll get you. It's hot in here. He's got that. Look, he's got napkins right there. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not that it's hot in here. It's that you're fucking. Because I'm a fat guy? No, I was going to say that you're eating brownies. Or, I didn't or whatever you're I didn't eating. Eat bra- what do you think I'm high? Yeah. Why do you always think I'm. What do you think I am? Fucking Chi Chang? Harold and Kumar? Kumar. Kumar. I think you're a little high. Why do you think I'm high right now? You're crazy. You're sweating. <laughs> I like to have fun. We're having fun, Jimmy. I hate to be here the day Matt snaps. Oh, oh that's just a scary day. Jimmy, can I ask you a question? Sure, buddy. Let's address the elephant in the room. Don't look at me like that, Jimmy. I'm not talking about me. And my, and, I think you look good. I'm not, it's not about that. Why do you think, uh, I think last, did you, he knows where I'm going with this. What? Remember last week when there was a terrorist attack? <laughs> Not a terrorist. Don't laugh at that. It's boo. Uh, but listen, there's a guy the guy blue, yeah. You, I, I felt my ears were ringing, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. And I love you. I won't address it. What Everything's about communication. Sure, sure. I feel you feel there's no... Now, look, you got to... Oh. You totally feel... <laughs> I, this is what I said to Chris, the producer. Now, look at him. See where he said... Look at the same look on his face. I go... And I said this on air. You can listen. I go, I go, I feel that Jimmy came in and I know he loves me so I know he's not mad at me but I know no. I know he said I, I he could have got here or something and I looked at him and he he said that look at his face I, I said, he didn't give you up I said whatever Jim said on the uh, podcast is what he said, uh, what he said. I'll tell you honestly you re- but no, I, no, no, tell no, me no, what I'll then I'm gonna tell the, you my side the tone of it no, tell it me was, how to go. The tone, I, 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 I be totally. I, I don't remember what I said. Yes, but the tone of it was, I got it. I didn't care. I was totally cool with no. it. Okay. I figured that you, like, when you said that your family got get a little bit nervous, I was like, yeah, that's what happened. Well, this is what happened. But it's more. Is it more? In- is it more fun to say that or to make fun of your friend for not coming? No, in? You, I hold you. Listen, I could, I could take a beating. Yeah, I, I trust me. But no, I didn't think. But, you were, no, no, no. Fake, I, but yeah. no, this is why. This is what happened. I, when I seen the thing, it's not like when did I text you that I couldn't come in? How Two days that? before the terrorist attack. That's early? why no one bought it. <laughs> now they're gonna think I'm uh, they're gonna implement like, maybe like eight thirty nine, whatever. All right, so it was actually kind of early then. That's not yeah. good. That, that, defeat, that only was defeats the purpose because I was gonna say I couldn't come in that early, but I had to take my kids to school, which I normally do. They sure, yeah. take them. So then I really it's hard to get to here that early. Sure. I mean. So that I usually get in within a good forty-five minute window to get up to, to get here. Right. Oh, this was Monday. Yeah, it was later than that. It was like ten yeah. o'clock. Probably. Oh, see, this that makes more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So I'm like, so so I'd have like a 45 minute thing. I'm looking at the news. They're saying avoid the city if possible. The trains are shut. So I'm like, look, how the fuck am I gonna? I don't know. I can get there and not even be able to get uptown. So you're talking about coming in and you had to take kids to school? Yeah, no, I'm with you, brother. All right. Anyway, let's get back to the phone. No, no. What are you saying? So we're all fine. Okay. All right, so we're back. Listen, I'm glad we got over our first on-air fight. Just kidding. That's Uh-oh. good for ratings. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not many. I wasn't many for that coming in. fight. I didn't mind. I was, it was Jimmy. a decent show. I wouldn't was... want to leave you hanging. I know that I one time I missed place. the train. You can blame that on my, never my slowness. Bo- I'm a really easy co-host. It never bothers me. I think I'm pretty easy going too, Jimmy. Don't you think so? Well. <laughs> no, Jimmy. A little intense. Why, Jimmy? You think I'm <laughs> No, Jimmy. Why would you say that? Just... I never. Did I ever, ever. Be honest with me. Did I ever give you an attitude about anything? No. no, I'm very protective of you. You're my Jimmy. Yes, you are. You're not even. I don't think I can call you Jim. And you're known as Jim Norton. Yeah. Close me People tell me they're like, "Oh, how's Jim?" I go, "What? Well, fucking Jim? Jimmy? It's Jimmy. Yeah. It's my Jimmy. Yeah, I hope so. I'll protect you, Jimmy. Thank you, Matt. And I will call. I will uh, take you up on that. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I need it. All right, we're back together again. So what are we up to? Any other news? Colby Covington's talking shit. Oh, yeah, I mean, there's a good amount of news. Connor McGregor actually was uh, TMZ ran into Connor and they I asked him what they want, you know, what he thinks is going to be his next fight. And Connor said, uh, I think a true fight is what I want to do next, a real fight. And they were like, what about going to pro wrestling? Because there's been some rumors. And he said, fuck the WWE. No, he didn't. He said, fuck WWE. Yeah, fuck them. The but again, about, fight, just fight already. What, no, what are you I'm, waiting for? Yeah, yeah. No matter, the thing is, the, the, the motivation is, is what's... You mean is, for money? The, the yeah, fact, I mean, yeah. I, I'm going to say, like, where would his motivation be? He is, I do believe he's a fighter where he does enjoy fighting. But when you're that young and you have that much money... What's good is he's almost going to be 30, so hopefully he won't be doing some stupid shit like he's done recently. I mean, it's hard. In your 20s, they have that much money. Who knows? It's I don't know what that's like. Is that much? I mean, it's crazy. I say there's going to be a Floyd rematch. That's my take on it. I've said that from the beginning. I'm I said so, from I'm, the beginning it's going to be a Floyd, Floyd rematch. Floyd is coming out saying that he carried him. You know that? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But it's like, well, I don't, I'm so uninterested in it. I have asked that I just like the, the I just like the mixed martial arts. I don't even give a shit about the boxing. That was fun for what it was. But come on, now Pacquiao. My prediction one, is this, that they will have a rematch and, and Connor will get knocked out within two rounds. And that's not a knock on Connor. It's not saying Connor's not a great fighter. But in, in, I, I think Floyd will unload in this next one to make a point. And I think it'll go two rounds, three at the most. Yeah. That's my, that's my prediction. Well, that could, I mean, <sighs> possibly, right? But in a, in a rematch, Connor's going to probably know that, that Floyd's going to come at him. That could be the wrong move for Floyd. Like, Floyd that's, probably did it right, kind of. Floyd is fighting a guy who's had water. two I professional think, boxing yeah. matches. Yeah. Tony Ferguson. Stylistically, is the best bet. I don't think he should fight Khabib. No, <laughs> Again, I, I don't think, think so. Either. Connor? I yeah, think, no, I he think should not fight Khabib. Rip his arm off. What do you think, uh, Khabib Barboza? Like, I love Edson Barboza, uh, so I want him to win that fight. But I mean, Khabib. If Khabib takes him down, I mean, that's a that's a it's, tough it's, day for, it's, it's for a, Edson. It's a rough one, man. Because again, Edson trains with my buddy Cardo Almeida and Mark um, Mark Henry and those guys. So I, I'm kind of biased because sure. I'm close with them. Even though they just cornered against me last week, <laughs> this is a game we play. But I do love those guys, so it's kind of I'm kind of biased. But I Khabib's one of my favorite guys to watch. Oh, you know, so much fun. I, he I don't know if you heard about my love of Kimuras because I might have mentioned that. You before. haven't mentioned it. By the way, who who threw a Kimura and almost got it but didn't get it? Uh, oh wait it a was second, fucking it was, rough. It was RDA. Until, no, 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 it wasn't. Don't RDA, tell I'm me till the end. It was till the had end it of the round. His back. Shit! It's on my, who did that? Don't tell me. Who the fuck had the Kimura? It's oh, fun. I know. Got it. Oh, you have to guess. <laughs> Hold on, let me look at. I the, know who got it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. I already let me know. Look, 
Let me oh my God, that was. All right, listen, let's go to break. Oh, sorry, there's no break. The, the podcast. Who did it? Who did the Kamora? Let me see. Wait, where's my uh, list of fights? Oh, I know. It was. Oh, shit. No. Nope. It was. Was it Jordan Mean? No. Was Eric Silva? No. Oh, was it Eric Silva? No. Oh, <laughs> Jordan Mean versus Eric Silva was a pretty good fight, though. I don't remember. Jordan Mean was. Jordan Mean looked good. Jordan Mean, he was on the he was on the uh, the fight pass prelims. That was the only fight on there. And Jordan Mean versus Eric Silva, where both guys had glimpses in the past of being like the next big thing. You know what I mean? Because yep. they're both really talented. Jimmy, could you? Are you listening to me? Man always thinks I'm not listening to him. <laughs> I know. Man, I'm always listening. <laughs> okay. What I, I, what I, you know, I don't want to be, I don't I'm, be I'm, that guy, but what I just said. I'm, you, you were just talking about these guys. Uh, trying okay. To figure I, who it is. I'm I'm, I'm, here's what I'm doing. I'm looking at my list. I'm holding I my know. paper. Right. Looking at my You're list. You're being professional. Trying and I'm to just figure being, out who. I'm, know what I'm being, Jimmy? Did the, uh, the, the, the Jimmy. Kimura. Jimmy. To answer your question. Jimmy. I'm being a needy, a needy friend and co-host. Yeah, but I'm with you. Because I miss you. But I, but even if I don't look, I listen to everything you say. I can do two things at once. Uh, oh, I'm trying to figure so this the, out. So right away, I'm going to get combative. So I can? I love you, Jimmy. <laughs> listen, Jordan Mean versus Eric Silva. That's what I was talking was about. That, is that the fight with the Kamara where he ripped it off and he put him on the ground and he just couldn't secure it? And they said that he looks like he's very relaxed right now. Whoever was on the ground was relaxed and not struggling it's because bought, he, he had it too high me. up on the arm. I, I honestly And don't he was trying that. to work his way back down the arm and he just couldn't do it in time because time ran out in the mat. I don't know why I'm not remembering. I remember the exact thing. I don't know why I can't Was remember. it Marquez Stewart? Was yeah, it well, was Julian it Darren Marquez, Stewart uh, against Julian Marquez? Julian Marquez finished. He did end up finishing. Yeah, in the second. Yeah, but was that the this fucking? Is, I don't remember. It's honestly. gonna bother the shit out of me now because I know, I remember watching it. Who the hell was it? I, why can't I place this? What's the matter with me, Jimmy? I don't know. I can't either, dude. My there's so many fights and Guys so many names, and I watched every one. I think except for the uh, fight pass prelims. I watched every fight and I just cannot remember. My mind is going. I usually write, make notes during the fights just so it jogs my memory so this doesn't happen. <clears throat> but you watch so many and like my man, memory is just, I'm getting older, man. <laughs> is that what happens? Oh, dude, it's fucking crazy. Yeah. I think the cell phone by my head too. I'm going to start sleeping with it away from my head. Yeah. I want to keep the phone away from me. Yeah, man, because it fucks you up, the biorhythms and everything. Really? Yeah, it absolutely man. does. Jimmy, what's a biorhythm? A biorhythm, it's a rhythm that likes both sexes. No, a biorhythm, <laughs> it's just like you're fucking, the way you're, you know, the, 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 uh, the electronics in your head, I guess. That's what I'm thinking it is, you know? Oh. This is Jim Miller, and Origins is back. Recently, I gave you a behind-the-curtain look into the groundbreaking comedy Curb Your Enthusiasm. Now, it's time to take you on another ride, one that's nearly 40 years in the making. Available now, the podcast series Origins with James Andrew Miller. Chapter 2, a deep exploration into the world of ESPN. In five different episodes, we will reveal previously unheard and unpredictable moments that turned ESPN from a ramshackle couple buildings into one of the greatest media success stories of all time. Spanning its early beginnings, its meteoric rise to its current challenge state, you'll hear from all the key players in front of the camera and behind. Look for Origins with James Andrew Miller on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you download your programs. We have Josh Emmett. Yeah. Hey, buddy. It's uh, Matt Sarah and Jim Norton. How are you? What's up, Josh? Yeah. How are you guys doing? Good, man. We're trying to figure out, just before we start with you, do you know there was a, an attempted Kimura in one of the fights, and it was at the end of the round, and it was devastating, and, and it, it didn't, uh, he wasn't able to secure it because he was a little too high up on the arm, and then the round ended. Do you have any idea who that was? It's driving us nuts. 
Mm. No, I have not, because I wasn't watching any of the fights. Oh, you didn't watch any of them? Uh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I have no idea. I'm sorry. That's all right. When you're fighting, do you ever watch, or like, uh, I believe you guys, but you were the co-main, so I guess you, you, you know, you're not done until technically the end of the night. So before, will you relax, or you don't, won't watch anybody else's fights? No, I, usually I'll watch them in like the back, you know, like here and there I'll watch a few, but uh, at the hotel when we were there, they didn't, they didn't have um, FS1, so we weren't able to watch them in the hotel. Otherwise, I would have been watching them. Well, congrats, Josh. Devastating, devastating left hook. I mean, that was just... The second it connected, and Jimmy was saying it earlier, how he was giving you credit for not following up on the floor. Like, you just you just knew the second that landed, this is over? Yeah, no, I, I knew as soon as I connected. I just You know when you hit someone so hard and you feel it through the gloves on your yes. those two knuckles? I, I just knew. And then I, I saw him just fall back and his head hit the ground, and, and I knew it was over. So I'm not going to... I don't know. That's not me. I'm not going to go in there and like make him pay more, or just hurt him even more. You know, I know he has like his family was there and his yeah. wife. And I don't know if his kid was there. I, you know, and, and that was still hard to see. Like, of course, I want to win, get a knockout, be exciting for the fans. So I was cheering. And then when I looked over there and he's still on the ground, still out, I was like, oh, man, I had to take a knee and just, you know, you know, wish the best for him because I don't I don't wish that upon anybody yeah no it's true but it is the hurt business it's one of those it's you or me type of situations sure but Josh yeah, exactly. go ahead no I was gonna say yeah exactly and I'll, I'll, I'll choose me um every time in that situation because my you know my wife and my friends and my mom and everyone's watching too and uh yeah so but it but it's still tough you know what I mean Josh let me ask you because I you know I've been in there and what do you think it is about a KO or a TKO, when you when you stop somebody with a strike or strikes, um, when they end it like that, compared to a submission, and I'm a jiu-jitsu guy at heart. I love my jiu-jitsu. Yeah. But the feeling of of knocking somebody out, yeah. it is a, it, a, a, a... Glorious sounds kind of sick, but it is. It's a powerful feeling, and it's an adrenaline... Uh, um, it's a rush. It's a rush. Sure. Where, what, why do you feel it, that, that, that it's like that compared to getting a submission? I don't know. It's it's maybe just it's uh, it just I don't even know. But it, but right. you're right. You know, like <laughs> I would rather have like every time I go in there, I'm like perfect case scenario. I want to get in there the first punch I land it be over. But it's it, it's just crazy because it's just it shows everyone like the power. Like I feel like I possess so much power, and I and this has been the longest time that I've ever gone. Uh, without a finish and I had four fights in the UFC I've dropped a few you know I was dropping people at 155 and I was hitting people so hard and I couldn't put them away and I was I was really surprised so I was like I knew my I was due for a finish and I, I was I was telling everybody I was like you know hopefully I'm gonna get that finish finally on Saturday night and it's funny that you know I'm on your show too because I was <clears throat> I was comparing people um, I was even saying you know this is going to be one of the biggest upsets of UFC history because I had one fight at featherweight. Um, I'm not ranked. I'm fighting one of the top guys in the world. But I was even comparing it to like your fight when you when you went in there and you shocked the world and you you know you put Saint Pierre away and uh, you beat me on that. It was in like three minutes <laughs> or something, and I and I did it in four. But I, I was telling people like it was just like a true like a real life Rocky story, you know. And everyone loves the underdog and wants them to win and. So it was, uh, it was awesome. And then uh, let alone that I got the knockout too. And it's every single person on my team, Danny Castillo fought Lamas, Chad Mendez fought Lamas, and uh, they both got TKO. So I'm always trying to one up 
my teammates when we uh when we fight the same people. Was there anything that they saw that they told you? Because I think it was either Cormier or John Anik that mentioned that. Was there anything that they that they saw in his game or experience from fighting him that helped you? Yeah, they, I, I've been. A lot of people don't know. I've I've been with Team Alpha Male for since 2005, and then I went away to college and wrestled for a few years. Came right back, but they they just know. Like you ask anyone on our team who hits the hardest, and they always say me. And uh, even Chad and Danny, they're just like. He will not be able to handle your power, and uh, and I, and I, he fought me the same way. Uh, maybe not as much. He, he did pressure me a little more. I thought he was going to respect the power and kind of fight me the way Chad. Uh, he fought Chad, uh, but I don't know. It worked out perfectly. They they were just totally confident in me. Uh, even Uriah, everybody. Um, the only people that were counting me in were you know my teammates, my coaches, friends, and family. But you know the world was counting me counting me out saying I didn't belong there and all this type of stuff but I was like well I I will shock the world and and they'll know that I belong there Saturday night well how does it feel to do what two studly fighters like Aldo and Holloway couldn't do which is put away Ricardo Lamas because the guy is a durable guy I mean does that that has to make you feel good no yeah it definitely doesn't and and I was saying that all along too I said I'm going to go out there I'm going to I'm going to do what the, the current and the former champion couldn't do to him. And I was looking for the finish and, um, you know, and it happened in the first round, you know, and I knew just, just with anyone and, and you know, as well as I do, it's a, I watch a lot of film on people and I, and I see what they do to other people. And so I, I always give everyone a lot of respect, you know, just tons of respect. And then once I get in there and I feel their power, I don't know, even in my last fight, it, it just, it wasn't the same as when I was fighting at 55 and, and I do a lot of uh, boxing uh, sparring with like pro boxers and, and, and boxers, they hit way harder. It's more punches and bunches. So it's like, I get in there and I'm just like, man, that's it. And I, I just know. And then as soon as I land a few punches, even though he's blocking and it's, it's hitting him through his forearms and his gloves, I know he knows that, uh, you know, my opponents know they're in for a long fight, you know, and, and that I possess the power um, that maybe they were kind of underestimating me, but it's just totally different once you get in there. Was well, that why you had a little bit of trouble? I mean, how much time did you have to lose the weight too? Because uh, I have a couple of questions about that. Is uh, you, you, you had, obviously because Jose went and fought, uh, he didn't fight Lamas because he went to fight uh, Max Holloway. So how much time did you have to get ready for this fight? It was three weeks. It so was a very uh, short camp. Yeah, and, and I fought seven weeks ago in Poland, and that was my first time at featherweight, and, and it was it was tough to make the weight. It was tough to make fifty five. Um, but I, I was just such a small lightweight and, uh, yeah, it, 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 my name was thrown in the hat like three and a half weeks out. So like, I knew like, okay, this could happen. I really wanted it to happen, but I, I in the back of my mind, I was thinking this isn't going to happen because someone's going to say yes in the top 15, but everyone said no. So they, they brought it back to me and I was like, yeah, I'll take it, you know, cause it's such a big opportunity and the same opportunity won't come around twice. So I was like, I, I have to take it. This is what I want. It's my way to leapfrog the whole division. That's right. And, and, I, and I knew I could beat him. Like, I think I can compete with anybody in there, and that's why I decided to make the drop to featherweight because I, I want to be a world champion. That's, that's why I'm in here. Uh, I've never said no to a fight either, and, I, and I've been training with some of the best guys in the world for over a decade as well. So, uh, yeah, it was tough. I, 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 you know, I, I started losing. I lost a lot of weight quick. I was, I was busting my ass, but I really only had a hard two-week training camp before I went out to Winnipeg to cut the, the weight. And I was sick. I was sick for the whole two weeks. You know, it was like cold's been going around. I was on 
I was even on antibiotics just because I wanted to, to kick it real quick. So my, my doctor gave me like a Z pack and I, I don't know, I just pushed through it. I, I, I wasn't sleeping that much and I, I didn't have time to, to rest because, and that's what you need to do when you're, you're sick, you know? So I just kept pushing my body to the limit and I never uh, fully got over the, the cold and I was still all fight week, just, you know, coughing and blowing my nose all yellow, but I'm like, it doesn't matter. It's a fight, a fight's a fight. I, I'm not going to make an excuse whether, oh, I, I lost fights while I was sick or, you know, whatever. So How much did you it miss it by? Two, week, two and a half pounds? Yeah, two and a half pounds. And uh, it, it was devastating. That was the first time in my life I've missed weight. I've wrestled since I was a little kid all through yeah. college. Uh, first time I've ever missed weight even fighting. And, man, it, was, uh, it felt like I lost a fight. Like, I was so disappointed. Um, but my coaches are like, just keep your head high. Focus on the fight. Don't worry about that. And, and Matt, you know that. Two pounds is not going to win or lose you a fight, but the masses out there doesn't. Oh, yeah. And I know a lot of wrestlers really take pride in that and losing that weight. You know what I mean? Because you guys have been doing it for so long. It's like, oh, no, how would I, I get defeated by that? But, I mean, listen, three and a half weeks, that's really – that's no training camp at all, man. I mean, that's, that's a ballsy move to take that fight because really the last week is just making sure the weight is straight. That's not even like you're training for the fight. All your work should be done yeah. by then. And so, I mean, you're basically taking it almost off the couch. So I give you credit for that. But, hey, man, it paid off. That was your breakthrough fight. People know your name now. We know it here on UFC Unfiltered now, Chris the producer. Yes, sir, yeah. Damn right we do. <laughs> yeah. And did you stop You stopped trying to cut when you realized you weren't going to make it? How far out was that? Um, it was actually, it was nonstop. I, I was, I was <laughs> losing the weight all the way up until it was about uh, 9 o'clock. Actually, let's go back to that. So, Thursday, I got in three workouts. I was training all night, sauna suit, the sweet sweat, like the whole nine yards. I just took a, a few hours off, and then my boxing coach, Joey, and I, we went to a, a gym at uh, like five in the morning. I had sauna suit, all this type of stuff. I was 4.8 over um, at 5 a.m. So I went there. I was on a treadmill. I, I ran like I was busting my ass. I had a little coffee just so I could have some energy and get through it. So I literally ran on this treadmill for an hour and 10 minutes. I had a decent sweat going. And then uh, I drove back to the, the hotel. Uh, we did some other stuff. And then when I checked my weight, I was, uh, I was three pounds over or like 2.8. So I, I, I lost just the tiniest bit. And I was thinking I was going to be within a pound or two. So we kept working, working, working. And then at like a little after nine, checked my weight again and I was like 2.6 so I, I was at that point I wasn't even sweating and the coaches saw what I was going through and it was their call they said Josh stop you're not going to make weight I was going to you know try to go to the sauna do like the, the hot bath but they're like no you're not going to drain yourself more because they knew at that point I was only losing like two three tenths in like 45 minute time so they're like there's no way you can make this weight in 90 minutes right. uh, two and a half pounds so that's stop now that's not drain yourself even more and, uh, so, you know, I, I, I completely trust my coaches and, you know, they've helped me get there and helped me win. So, you know, it, as bad as it was, I was like, okay, I'll listen to them. And, and we stopped and they, they went down and started talking to Mick and Sean and it was just, man, it, it sucked. They were, they were pissed <laughs> and the fight almost didn't happen. You know, Lamas, uh, at that point, he, he did not want to fight. They said, we're not taking this fight. So I thought all that was for nothing. You know, I was going to cost the UFC more money with them having to pay Fox to revamp the commercials and everything on a 24-hour notice. And then, 
it came up that I had to pay out 30% of my purse. And so I was okay with that. You know, I, I gave uh, Lamas 30% of wow. my purse, which is more than normal. What, 30%. Is it, what, what was it supposed to be? Yeah. Uh, it's usually 20%. Oh, Did he say uh, he wouldn't they, fight you unless you gave up 30? Yeah, I, I think that's all how it went down. His, not, not him personally, but his, his managers and stuff. And uh, I'm not sure if he got a little more money out of the UFC as well. Uh, but it was it was not going to happen. And then by 12 o'clock, I think they finally talked to him. They came to an agreement, and he decided to take the fight. Um, so I, I was I was stoked. Um, I didn't I really didn't care about the money at that point, even though I, I want the money, and that's why I do this. But uh, the win was most important for me because if if I didn't get that, then I wouldn't. There's no way I'm going to get that opportunity again, and I would have wasted tons of money for like my my coaches and like the hotels and all this stuff so i was going to be kind of screwed and then and then i was also ineligible for a performance bonus as well so man i lost out on a ton of money but that 30 percent you lost by the way and that bonus you are going to make up for because again the increased visibility the devastating knockouts you're absolutely going to make that up it's almost like it's like investing in something all right you didn't make it so what you're three weeks three and a half weeks you will absolutely make up that money shocked the world is what he did yes let's hear it for him (laughs) everybody's going crazy sit down chris the producer it's embarrassing stop but you you will make that money back Okay, and that, and that's what I that's what I figured at that point. It, it really wasn't about the money. I was like, let's just do it. And even for the the fans, like I, I felt like I don't know. I I felt like I've been a company man until like don't be a company man. All this stuff, but I've never said no to a fight. Like they asked me, and that's why I thought it's kind of easy for the uh, like you know Sean Shelby to work with me because every single time he asks if I want to fight, whether I'm, I would say yes. No matter what, if even if I don't know who it is, I'll be like, okay, like yes, and then I'll, I'll figure out a way to do it. That's why I'm here. I didn't know before I got in the UFC that you could say no to fight, and uh, it's just it's crazy, you know. I didn't like that they jacked you for an extra ten percent. Uh, I think again, you, because you only had three weeks to get ready for that fight, and the fact that you stepped in when another guy stepped out, I, I don't think they should have done that. And all of a sudden, you're stepping into a co-main with with one of the best guys in the division. Uh, that was just a little shitty, but whatever. I'm happy for you that you won, man. It was dev- and, and you know, here's my guess. I've never fought a day in my life. I mean, to look at me, you'd never guess. But I, I'm not a fighter. I'm, I'm more of a mush. But um, you said, why does it feel so good to knock somebody out? Here's my guess, because it's the ultimate domination in the species there's nothing you can do we're apes and there's nothing you can do more dominant than taking another male ape and putting him on the ground i think that's what it comes down to our dna it's the most dominant thing you can do nice yeah no i I totally agree i thought it was something primitive like that yeah i really think it is it has to be because there's a weird thing i don't care how good your suit is how pretty your girl is the guy who gets the respect if you're like that guy knocks people out nobody fucks with that guy what if a guy rips a kimura that doesn't even get as much respect. It, okay. it, it's, it's powerful, it's but here in a tap, there's nothing that looks better than when you see a guy like Lamas going down or the way Nganu knocked out uh, over him. It, it, to, to make a man fall that way? That's true. Did you ever see Frank Mir rip off Minotauro's arm? I did. It was a <laughs> fucking yeah. anaconda roll, right? It was, it was, and that was wonderful. No, nah, it was a Kimura. Anyway, listen, can we congratulate <laughs> oh, Josh sorry. again? I'm sorry. Okay. I was making about him. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry, Jimmy. No, you were Listen, right with the You shocked the world, brother. And uh, hey, we're all happy for you. Right, Jimmy? I was very happy for you. It was a devastating left hook. And uh, any idea who you have your sights on next? I mean, I know this is probably all happening like in a way that you didn't exactly plan. I think he has a name. Do you yeah, have a I name? I would like to have a name. Yeah, so uh, 
like I said, my my the reason I'm here is I want to be a world champion. Um, I, I know they're they're talking about the Holloway Edgar fight happening, so you know maybe that goes down. And then it seems like right now Brian Ortega is next in line. So ah. it makes it makes most sense for maybe Ortega and I to fight, and then the winner of us gets the uh, the winner of the Holloway Edgar fight. That is very interesting, and they're both. I would watch that. I think yeah. they got my money, and they both coming off such great victories. Tremendous. I was actually victories. I was at that fight in Fresno. You know, so yeah. I, I saw the fight, and that would yeah, be amazing. Was, uh, some good, some good fights that night too. Although I, I got to be honest, you and Jeremy Stevens wouldn't suck either. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, uh, <laughs> I think right. we have similar, similar styles, and yeah. uh, a lot of people have been saying that as well. But I, I know he's fighting soon, and. Uh, so I guess we'll see what happens with that. But uh, oh, who is he fighting, Steve? He's got Duho Choi. He does have Duho Choi. Okay. How about Bermudez? Not, not that I'm trying to knock you. I mean, I know you want to fight guys higher in the ranking, but what about Dennis Bermudez? I mean, that would be a fun. That is good. Yeah, really, anything the the UFC says. But uh, man, I feel like I leapfrogged the division. I, I just beat the number three ranked guy, and now with the Ortega being all in the mix, and and yeah. me, I feel like it just makes most sense for us to fight, and then the winner gets the title shot. But it. If I have to have another fight or two, it is what it is. But hey, uh, stick to your guns. That's okay. Call him out. Yeah. That's good. You're at, no. What's funny about it? he's a nice, such a nice guy. Yeah. You, you when you hear him, when you, what is your education like? You just uh, if you don't uh, mind me I, just, I got my my bachelor's in psychology. No, I knew it. You were going to be a cop. You wanted to be in law enforcement, right? Yeah. What do, do you want to like be? My my goal all along, I wanted to be. You know, I wanted to be a police officer or a professional athlete. As, since I was a little kid, that's the only two things I ever wanted to do. Uh, but I also thought, like, I'm talking about pro athlete. I was thinking, oh, I'm going to play in the NFL or NBA. But then I started getting a little older. I stopped growing. And then, uh, <laughs> you know, I know I your like, pain. Oh, hey, it's okay. Happen. I know your pain. <laughs> I was going to be a basketball player. No, I wasn't, obviously. <laughs> yeah. I'm fucking 5'6". I, I just got a little more realistic with myself. And then, you know, I, I've, wrestled, I've wrestled since I was a little kid and in yeah. college. And there's really... Nothing left after that, but, you know, to try to compete in the Olympics. And, uh, you know, I got into MMA, always been a huge fan before it was mainstream. And then since I was just fortunate to have, uh, you know, Team Alpha Mel in my backyard, Sacramento. So I started going in there in 2005, 2005 and your eyes saw a lot of potential in me. Then I, I went to school from 2007 to 2010 just uh, on a wrestling scholarship so I could uh, – you know, I, I wanted to get my degree, so in case the fighting didn't work out for me, I'd have something to fall back on. And, uh, yeah, here we are today. It's funny, because you sound very educated. I'm not using it too much. Yeah, I'm not using it too much, but uh, I got some, uh, definitely got some student loans that uh, I got to take care of soon. <laughs> but uh, it was all worth it. And is there any, now with being, you know, majoring in psychology and having so much knowledge of that, does that help you at all during stare-downs? Like, do you really care what another guy is bringing in attitude-wise? Uh, I like I, I honestly don't care, um, but but there are like a few things that I that I do, and uh, I don't know that I, I'm just calm and collective. Like no one's gonna mentally break me, and uh, and once we get in the fight too, I, I just feel like I just don't feel like anyone's gonna like just beat me up. If I'm in tip top shape and I'm at my best, there's no one that you know. You, everyone loses. You you might get caught in something, but no one's gonna physically just beat the hell out of me. And um, yeah, so. Even with the stare down with Lamas, you know, I'm just looking at him and I felt like I, I felt like he didn't like that pressure right in his face and I wasn't looking away. Right. So I felt like he was nervous and he had to kinda of crack and almost like stuttered when he's like, Uh, you didn't put in the work for this and I was like, We'll see tomorrow. But 
Like, I, I, even just with that, you know, when the, I don't know, I see little tendencies in people and stuff and, or during their interviews and their voice. I, I don't know. I just, you pick up on it, things. Maybe it does. It does help me out a little, I guess you could say that, but you know, I'm just, I stick to myself and I'm not going to be calling out tons of people. And that, that's just not me. It's like at the end of the day, we're going to fight. So we'll right. see who the better fighter is. So all this trash talking and stuff, like, trust me, I, I can be a dick to someone if they, if they like treat my wife or, you know, family or friends in a different way. But in the, for the most part, everyone's so respectful. Even Lamas, he's a cool guy. He's a respectful guy. We talked a little bit after um, the fight, and uh, his family, his dad was real nice. He was there even congratulating me. So, it's, uh, yeah. Jimmy's going to say, what do he say to you? Who are you? No, I'm only kidding. You heard him. You hit him hard, is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> we talked after the fight. Who, who the fuck are you? No, I'm only kidding. Listen, congrats again, <laughs> no, Josh. I mean, he, hey. he did. I, I, I told Lamas afterwards, you know, I just, I apologize for the weight again and just thanked him for taking that fight because yeah. that was so damn risky for him. He, yeah. he was in line for a title fight or he beats me. He gets it for sure. And, uh, I don't even know if I would do that if I was in his position, but he's like a real fighter. He has another kid coming. They wanted to enjoy Christmas, get like the nursery ready. And, uh, but, but afterwards he, he, he even joked around after he got cleared by seeing the doctor, he just said, you didn't have to hit me so hard. And, uh, and then he kind of laughed, you know. But damn. yeah, he's a nice, he's a he's a good dude. Yeah, we had him in here before. Yeah, yeah, know? I remember. He's, he is a nice guy. And if Josh, if you're ever in New York, we'd like to have you in studio too. I'm down. I was at uh, I was in Buffalo, New York, for the uh, UFC 210. That was my my only loss on my record. I still felt like I won that fight. I got a split decision to someone that uh, he was actually from Buffalo, New York. So I feel like I got hometown, but uh, uh. that. That, is that Musasi Weidman? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah, they were on the card. Um, and then the main event was Cormier. Was it Rumble? Yeah. Oh, that was the Cormier. main, right? Okay, I think Mus- was Musasi yeah. Weidman the co-main or no? Who, yeah, they, they did okay. fight. Cause I remember Weidman being there. Um, but yeah, I felt I felt like uh, you know that made me rethink and reevaluate things because I was at fifty-five still. So with that, that's the only positive thing I took away from that fight, even though I felt. It is just heartbreaking to me, though, because I have a, a loss on my record, and if he knocked me out or just beat the hell out of me, I can accept that. But when you feel like you want to fight and then you lose to a split decision, right? It, it's a hard pill to swallow. So one shitty judge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. one, one judge scored to me, one to him, and then one judge 30-27. So I was like, oh, I won for sure. And then it all went to him, and I was like, and that's when I was like, man, you Sada needs to start testing the judges because, man, he <laughs> must have been. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, well, we all been there. But, hey, listen, yeah. that's the past, man. It's a different day. And you're heading yep. into the new year on a very high note, buddy. So good for you. Awesome. Yeah, that was the, the plan all along. You know, it, it worked out perfect, too, because uh, Saturday my wife and I leave for Rome. We're going <gasps> to. We land. We land in Rome Christmas Eve. Oh, uh, nice! My brother's my brother's in the military, and he's stationed out there. So uh, we we're gonna spend some time with him, so he doesn't have to be by himself out there. And he has some big award ceremony that we get to go to. He's gonna be presented something, and uh, so I I was supposed to fight in January, so I actually had to cancel all of that. So I was disappointed. Then this popped up, and I was like, man, this is perfect. And then we rebooked some stuff, you know. So it, it all turned out perfect. Uh, you should celebrate out there. Do me a favor. Eat some Italian food for me. The first thing, I'm such I a will. fat guy. The second you said Rome, I'm like, I'm thinking of the pizza and the pasta out there. I just get all, <laughs> oh, man, I think I'm going to go get some Italian yeah. today. 
I'm, I'm all about the food. It's like, I swear wrestling and fighting gave me an eating disorder. You know, yeah. I'm scared when I'm, uh, when I'm finished with my career because man, I can, I have no problem with putting on weight. Yeah. Put Google me a recent picture of me. That's your fucking future, Josh. <laughs> I'm only kidding. I'm a little chubby guy, but I'm dangerous. No, you're, probably, you're probably right. Man. <laughs> well, right listen, have a great time, man. You deserved it. Thanks a lot, man. Thanks again for having me on, you guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, great job, and and congratulations. A really, really impressive win over a really, really great fighter. Take care, Josh. Uh, You guys have a good one. Okay, buddy. All right, man. What a a nice guy. Yeah. You know he's going to be. All those alpha male dudes are nice guys. Always nice. But that was a very, very risky fight for Lamas to take. He should not have taken that fight. I mean, we say that in hindsight, of course. Yeah, well, you know. But. Hindsight's 2020, my good friend Jimmy. It is. All, All right. right, Jimmy. This what was am I fun. Gonna, what's going on? When am I seeing you again? In a couple days. A couple days. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. When are you going away again? I'm probably Wednesday or Thursday. It might be oh, Wednesday right. afternoon. I'm not sure. Oh, we talked about that. Yeah, yeah. More on the All West right. Coast. Maybe Wednesday. Well, we're going to finish up soon. What else do we got, guys? Anything else? I'm going to go to the bathroom, hey. so. Uh, All can right. finish up whenever you like. We can finish. <laughs> I have to tinkle. Hey, listen. Any other games? Uh, well, I don't have any <laughs> games got... today, but oh, I do have to announce a couple more fights. Well, I was actually going to point out Tony Ferguson and Eddie Alvarez got into a little uh, yeah. like Twitter back and forth. Yeah, because uh, Eddie Alvarez has been claiming the UFC's most violent title since his fight against Justin okay. Gaethje, which probably richly deserved. I mean, great, great fight between the two of them. Fun. Uh, Tony Ferguson lashed out at uh, Eddie though and said, "My belt can hold more weight than yours ever could." Eddie Alvarez, ten straight and all bloodbaths. I'd make up titles too if I was sour from being KO'd by a featherweight in a title fight. Dana, you hired a bunch of bitches. I beat them all. Hashtag defender vacate, motherfucker. You know, Eddie Alvarez responded, "I would rip your skinny body apart if I cared to fight you, but I don't care to fight you." So, Merry Christmas. Quotes, champ. He's he's <laughs> doing the old. Uh... Well, almost like if, nah, if you want to date a girl, you're like, no, nah, I don't want to date you. And then the girl's like, well, why don't you want to date me? Yeah. So he's so, he's kind of hoping that Tony goes, wait, wait, you mean you don't want to fight me? All right, I'll fight you. That's not going to happen. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, Jimmy? Yeah, why would he? All right. He's right. He's, he's right about Con- vacate. He's right. I yeah, agree he's with Tony. Fight. Connor's going to come back, though. He's got to fight Tony. I know. And he's going to fight. Um, I think he wants a piece of the UFC. I don't know if they want to give him a piece because he's so valuable, but the reality is how many you never know how many fights a guy has. So it's not like you know you can get 15 more fights out of him. How many more paydays are you going to get? And you're giving away a piece of a $4 billion company. It's a very tough decision probably for them. Wow. Also, Jacare is fighting Derek Brunson, number four against number eight. That's fight night, January the 27th from Charlotte, North Carolina. I want to guess that's where Brunson's from. Am I correct? He's from the South. He is from the South. I think you might be right. Shevchenko is fighting uh, Priscilla. How do you say her last name? Cachoeira? Yeah, Cachoeira. Okay, good. Uh, that's a, another a great fight. The number one, number two uh, flyweights are fighting. That's also... Uh, it's fe- oh, from February 3rd from uh, Belém, Brazil? Yeah, Bel- yeah, that's um, where Machida's from, and he's headlining that event against uh, Eric, Eric Anders. Anders uh, but, by the way, Valentina's not... She's the number one women's bantamweight. This is her flyweight debut. Oh, sorry. Yes, yeah, you're yeah. correct. You are correct. Um, and then Paige Van Zandt, of course, is fighting Jesse Rose Clark. Jessica Rose Clark at uh, from St. Louis, Missouri. Wow, another fight night. They have so many different fight nights they're doing. It's really great. Yeah. It's so great because the pay-per-views are like the bigger fights. Sometimes these fight nights on Fox or whatever are just as good, if not better, because uh, they're putting fights that they know are going to be exciting because they want the networks to get you to buy the pay-per-views. Yes. So anyone that doesn't watch these fight nights because you don't think they're as good, you're crazy. They're always fucking good. Well, and you can see, I mean, I, not that we're always 100% on the picks and everything, but they put these matchups together because they could go either way. It's, it's Stylistically, they're great They're matchups. great 
fight. That card the other night was tremendous. Yeah. The top I to enjoyed bottom. it, Jimmy. Top to bottom. And by the way, I will credit myself fully with having screamed for Perry Ponzinibbio for a long time, and it happened. So when the kid screams for a fight, you got you, I know. When's Barboza fighting? Uh, Jimmy. Uh, could be. Well, he's looking that up. What you, let's go see Star Wars, me and you. Yeah. <laughs> That's 219, right? They're fighting, yeah, I think uh, so. On the 30th. 30th. <laughs> December 30th. Main yeah. event is, um, oh, is that the home against uh, Cyborg? Yes. Okay. I'm going to test something else out, else out now. Jimmy, let's go eat pizza after this. All right. All right listen, it's been fun. Go and eat some pizza with Matt. <laughs> Jimmy, yes, I feel like I always try to hang out with you. And you always blow me off. I always go home after these. I know, I'm Jimmy. so tired. I've been Jimmy, doing radio. I'm only, I'm only kidding. Jimmy. I do radio. We spend enough time together. No, we don't. I don't think we do at all. <laughs> I miss you, Jimmy. I miss you, too. All right. See you Wednesday. But are we done? Is that yeah. it? Are you saying goodbye? I'm my pants. All right, Jimmy. I, I know you're crossing your legs, and you're looking like... like, like All girly. You look at, I was going to say a little girly, but I want to be a bully. No, you're not. Do, do, I, do I look powerful? Or oh, my be honest, God. Jimmy. Powerful. Here's the shirt. My, I don't have, I'm, I'm, I'm strong. Yeah, you look powerful. All right, Jimmy. All right, is this goodbye? Oh, nope. It's only I'll see you soon. It is. It. We don't say goodbye. We'll see you no. soon. Arrivederci. All right. Goodbye, Jimmy. Goodbye, Chris, the producer. Nice goodbye, you. UFC Unfiltered Army. That's the worst. I don't want to do that. No. That's not, I hate when people say no, that. No, plus six people is in an army. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Goodbye, everybody. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.